Charlemagne the God. I want to congratulate you, Hall of Famers. So honored to be in the presence Thank of you. radio royalty. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. This is a big deal. Big deal. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. We love y'all, man. Thank you for being the people's champs. Probably the greatest. I'll drill y'all. Good morning, USA. Hey, fam. Happy Monday. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Yes, indeed. I'm so happy to be back home. Yeah, me too. I was in Atlanta all weekend long, of course. Uh, I need to see you. Yeah, I know. We were staying in the whole same hotel, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, This weekend in uh, Atlanta was the BET Hip Hop Awards. I hosted the red carpet. Uh, for BET and Twitter. I had a great time, ran into a, a, a lot of different people. I've I, I seen, uh, I met Baby Keem for the first time. Okay. Which is Kendrick's uh, cousin. He signed to Kendrick Lamar. He released that record uh, about a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Ran into him. I seen Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever met Tyler the Creator. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw y'all do a cute hug. Yeah, yeah he gave me a hug. Well, I didn't know Tyler the Creator was such a car head. You know, so uh, when we were on the red carpet just talking about everything, he was like, hey, you got this this Porsche. And we just started, it just, it turned so nerdy. Like, we just started talking about cars and how fast and leaders and zero to 60 and this, that, and the other. And then he got so, me, me and him got so giddy talking about cars. He was like, bro, can I just have a hug? So I was like, sure, sure. I said, are you, uh, did you get your COVID test? He was like, yes, I gave him a hug. So shout out to uh, Tyler, the creator. Uh, who else did I run into? I ran into uh, Thugga Thugga, Young Thug. That was the first time I met Young Thug, which is crazy. Wow. So uh, I've seen uh, Young Thug and Gunna. Uh, Nelly was there on a the red carpet. Uh, Bia. Oh, you know, that's my girl. I love Bia. Yeah, I talked about Bia. She said she's going to stop through here soon. So mm-hmm. ran into Bia. Lotto was there. I seen Lotto. I like Lotto. Um, See what else I ran into? I ran into a bunch of different people, man. I had, I really had fun at the BET Hip Hop Awards. So many different people, so many different outfits. It, it was, it was very, very entertaining. I can't wait for you guys to see the show on Tuesday. Nice. Now you and I will be taking over the Double XL Twitter handle uh, that night, so you'll know who is uh, ye when she tweets, and you'll know who I am when I tweet because I'm sure mine are gonna be spelt wrong, and I'm using you know, a whole bunch of slang, and he's gonna be proper, proper. I'm sure. You know me, yeah. And then I was in Atlanta for the Music Business Empowerment Conference. I actually got a, an award, Radio Personality of the Year. Yeah, uh, shout so out to Kenny to Burns. Yes. Kenny Burns told me. He said that you, you got an award. He got an award, too. Yeah, Vanguard Award. And Frank Ski gave him his award. My mm-hmm. friend Janae gave me my award. She works at Bassett. But we known each other for over 20 years. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's she cried. Big. She cried. I was like, why are you crying? <laughs> I'm supposed to cry. Why are you crying? <laughs> but it was cute. And I also told her, because I saw other people crying while they gave people awards. I was like, I said, B, you better cry when you give me my award. My goodness. And then she did end up crying like after. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, let's get the show cracking. Charlemagne will be here in a second. Remember, he has a newborn, so I'm sure he probably has to change diapers before he leaves. That's how it usually runs in my house. He's breastfeeding. No, he's not breastfeeding. But right before, because I get up early, so right before I leave, it's always I take care of the baby right before I leave. So I had to feed and change the diaper so my wife could get a little extra sleep and maybe he has to do the same. So we'll give him a little uh, five-minute grace because of that. All right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Nothing good, man. I'll give you an update on Mia Marcano. They have a body that they found that they believe is hers. All right, we'll get into that next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's WizKid. Now, congratulations to Tom Brady. He breaks the NFL career passing yardage record against the Patriots. Congratulations to him. It's only right that he did it in Gillette Stadium, the stadium that he paid, played for for years. Now, let's get to some of the scores. Now, uh, the Bears beat the Lions last night. Browns beat the Vikings. Bills beat the Texans. 
Chiefs beat the Eagles, Seahawks beat the 49ers, Packers beat the Steelers, Buccaneers beat the Patriots, so they did win last night. The Jets beat the Titans, Colts beat the Dolphins, Washington team, they beat the Falcons, the Giants finally won one. They beat the uh, Saints in overtime yesterday. Looks like they were going to lose, too, at first. They did. They did. My Giants always look like they're going to lose, though. But we did pull it out. All right. Cowboys beat the Panthers. Cardinals beat the Rams. The Ravens beat the Broncos. And in Monday Night Football, the Raiders take on the Chargers. And the WNBA scores, uh, the Sky beat the Sun, and the Mercury beat the Aces. All right. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, this is a heartbreaking story, but authorities have found a body. They believe it's 19-year-old Mia Marcano. She went missing last week, and authorities are still waiting for an official identification to be made by the medical examiner. They said the cause of death has yet to be determined, and everybody did want this outcome to be different. She'd been missing since September 24th. She was last seen at the Arden Villas Luxury Apartments in Orlando. She lived there. She worked there as well. And according to cell phone records, it indicated that Armando Manuel Caballero is a person of interest in the case. He also was found dead of an apparent suicide September 27th. And they said he was in or near the apartments for about 20 minutes between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., which is the evening that she was reported missing. Apparently, he had been uh, trying to date her and Mm -hmm. was rebuffed and she was not interested in him. And according to Mia Marcano's lawyer, the family's lawyer, Daryl K. Washington, he does feel like her death was preventable. Here's what he had to say. Death is something that is very difficult. But what makes death even more difficult is when it's death that could have been prevented. And it's very awful that we have a complex that did not take the proper precautions to assure that this young lady was safe. And now we're learning so many different things. We're learning that there weren't even security cameras in, in a number of places at this complex. There is just simply no way that this young man should have had access to Mia's apartment. Now, the apartment complex, Arden Villa, released a statement. They said all potential employees are vetted through a national background check services provider and no records of burglary or sexual assault were found involving Caballero. He was a maintenance man, right? So he had a key to everybody's apartment? Yeah, and he had access to her apartment without her permission um, previously. So That's crazy. And, and I've been hearing more and more stories of People being taken, uh, women being harassed. It, it is scary. Like I said, my, my daughter lives in, in, in an apartment now, and yeah, they have a key. But I mean, there's been several times where I had to get an apartment. They had to open the door for me, or she, you know, left her key in the apartment, which is very scary. Definitely pray, praying for that family, man. All right, and George Floyd, a statue of his in New York City, was vandalized just two days. They just after put it up. It was unveiled. Yes, you know we had uh, George Floyd's brother, Terrence Floyd, on the show the other day, and he was talking about how the statue was vandalized in Flappers Junction, but they moved it to Union Square. Here's what he had to say when he was up here. It's actually rebuilt from the from the vandalism when it was being vandalized in Flappers Junction. Mm-hmm. They actually took it down. The artist Chris, he took it down, refurbished it. And now when it's going to Union Square, now it's, it's, it's brand new. Okay. It's like come back stronger. Exactly, exactly. Can't stop us. Man, that's so sad. Like, what is the point of vandalizing a George Floyd statue? What is wrong with y'all? The incident, they said, allegedly took place Sunday morning around 10 a.m. A male suspect doused the statue in paint, smeared a streak of silver down the middle of his face, and then rode off on a skateboard. Yeah, they said he pulled up on a skateboard, man. That is crazy. They said they got it all on camera, but it's like, yeah, like you said, what is the point? Like, yeah, like, like, like why? Why? What do I don't understand? What's the problem? This man lost his life, and the family is still suffering and will suffer forever. And you want to vandalize a statue? 
Well, I hope they find who did it. And that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Maybe you had a, a bad weekend, a great weekend, or maybe just want to just say what's up. Just shout, shout us a holler. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. The phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, Envy? Hey, what's up, Trav? Trav! Hey, yeah, what's up, yeah? What's up, boo? Yeah, I missed you, like, for, like, oh, well, you've been back all last week. But before last week, I missed you that whole week that you were gone. Ah, uh, thank you, boo. I appreciate you. You always show me love. Uh, good, glad that you're back with us, Sean. Peace, sis. What's the word? Uh, I hope everybody's enjoying your show. I've been watching every the last three episodes, and every episode has been good, entertaining. Thank and you, King. Thank you for writing knowledge, man. Thank you, man. Every Friday night, 10 o'clock, The God's Honest Truth on Comedy Central. Thank you, brother. Uh, you're definitely welcome. I'm calling to talk about my Dallas Cowboys. Hey! Let's Dallas talk about it. The Dallas Cowboys. You're so disrespectful from, from Philly. You should be a, you're from Philly. You should be an Eagles fan. I am from and Virginia. You, uh, I've been living in Philly for 13, 14 years. You're from Philly now. He's not from Philly. <laughs> and Virginia, and probably just, well, now you younger, so. Well, now, Virginia ain't had no football nah, team, Virginia no NFL no team growing team. up. Virginia All Virginia mm-hmm. loves Cowboys. I know Iverson's a Cowboy fan. I think everybody in, in, in VA, in that, in that whole area. Yeah, when you live in Virginia, they want you to be a Redskins fan. That's never going to happen. Nah. Okay. It's just like in South Carolina, you know, I'm 43. I didn't have no Carolina Panthers growing up. So my daddy was a Cowboy fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. And we on the way to the Super Bowl. See you in L.A. in February, Trav. My goodness. Let's Good- go. Goodbye, oh, Trav. Hello, who's this? What up, though? This is Lee from Detroit. What, what up, though? Man, I'm, uh, I just sent a couple emails to the um to link on your... Instagram, but how, uh, nobody responded. I'm trying to get a vendor booth at Cartella. Okay, well, that's the reason why. It's not called Cartella anymore, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been dealing with some I things. I don't know if you heard what happened. Yeah, I don't know if you heard what happened, but yeah, now, nah, uh, we will be calling everybody back today. We had to do, you know, deal with a lawsuit, but, um, we're back and running, and uh, yes, the Detroit uh, Car Show is October 30th, the day before Halloween, so we're going to have candy for the kids, uh, celebrity cars, which we will probably announce some of the uh, celebrity cars we have, uh, exotic cars, old school cars, amusement rides, carnival games, and all that, and brother, we'll hit you back today. Appreciate it. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning, good morning, Angela Good morning. Peace, peace. How are you? Good morning. Um, I'm okay, so I ran into like a little dilemma. Over the weekend, I found out that uh, my coworker records me and amongst my other coworkers while she's having conversations with us. Ooh, that, mm-mm. Oh, hell no, she got to go. Damn. Right, and, like, it was a problem when she first started, but then me being, you know, an adult and wanting to put the problem to the side, I spoke to her and she recorded that conversation. Yeah, yeah, well, you should have known she was... Mm-hmm. Right, just going around telling people, um, showing people the recordings, and I'm like, what's wrong with her? She's obsessive. She even has recordings of us changing in the locker room. Wow. Whoa, now that's illegal. That's a private space. You guys are changing? That sounds like a lawsuit. 
Right, so I just want to know, like, because I'm stuck in between a rock and a hot place with this, and I have no idea how to deal with this. I think everybody should not even speak to her or even want to be around her. Right, and, like, I already decided that I wasn't going to talk to her, and I'm just, like, I'm baffled. I really want to beat her ass. Mm-hmm. Well, but, no. Well, don't go know, to jail for I'm it. Yeah, don't do that. Bad. Don't go to jail for it. Every time she come around, I just be quiet. I tell everybody, every time she come around, nobody say a word. Absolutely. And just turn around and walk away. <laughs> well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is uh, Carl Anthony from the Carolinas. What's up, Carl Anthony? Get it off your chest, brother. What's good, man? I wanted to support my brother. My brother tried to kill me last Sunday. He shot through my door. He broke up my front room window to shoot me, and I what? stabbed him in the neck. So now he got beat up, stabbed, and locked up. And and he'll be locked up for the rest of his life. And that's your real brother? That's my mother's second son. And what happened now? Why are you stabbing? Goodness gracious. Well... My mom called me and said she wanted me to talk to him because she, because he kept worrying her about a rental car. He don't have a license. So he kept running her blood pressure up. So I told her to stop arguing with him because it's not worth it. He told me to mind my MF business and he'll F me up. And I said, bro, I love you. You know what I mean? You're my brother. I'm going to pray for you. And I hope you stop smoking that stuff because he is smoking that PCP. Mm-mm. So the Joker walked outside behind me and my me and my fiance, and he swung at me, and I walked the dogs on him. So I'm not mad yeah. at that. So 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 essentially, your brother's on PCP. He needs help, but he disrespected your mom, and then he tried to attack you. So I get it. Exactly. Exactly. I, I so, get it. I get so, it. So I, after I walked the dogs on him, you know what I mean. Before I let him up, I said, "Man, I said you, my brother. I never done that to you, man. I love you." I said, "Let this go." So when I let him up, he was like, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I said, bro, if you're going to get me, you need to get me now. Because if you come at me later on some fire stuff, I'm going to F you up. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to get you. So I left. He, he went and sat on the porch. I left. Me and my girl went home. By the time we got home and put the key in the door, my mom called and said, watch your back. The DJ said, he's going to kill you. So I, you know what I mean? I'm like... I'm like, man, you know, I ain't worried about that. That's my brother. So five minutes later, I hear kicking on my door. And I look outside, and I see his scooter by my car. So I go downstairs to open the door, but he kicking the door. So I break myself up against the door, and he shot through the door. Oh, he shot at so you? I, yeah. Yeah, he shot, he shot through the door. So um, so when I back up, you know, he start, he took the chair off the porch and started busting out my living room window. So once he got the window out, he reached in to unlock the door so he could come in, and I stabbed him in the throat. Brother, oh, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm sending. I'm sending your brother healing energy, but you didn't do nothing wrong, my brother. You protected yourself. And, and, and they they labeled it as self defense, so I'm good. It's and a I, good thing. I did, it's a good thing I didn't grab my gun from my mom house because he would have got two in the head. And I know that hurts you because it's your brother, but you also got to remember he's not in his right mind because he on that PCP. You know what right. I mean? And, and it took me because yesterday made one week, so it took me a week to like really bring myself to forgive him. You know what I mean? And now I'm starting to feel bad for him because he about to do the rest of his life in jail, in prison. And he ain't going to have nobody to claim his body. You about to die alone, fam. Damn it, man. Well, well, like, uh, let's at hope. least he's still alive, though, because honestly... 
sometimes what what could have happened to him could have been much worse. He could have been killed, like you said. Yeah, let's, yeah he, I could have. He could have been killed. Me and my fiance could have been. Yes. Killed. Can you imagine yeah, that? Yeah, you know, and, and my fiance just went through the same thing with her brother. And so he he ended up, you know, killing himself. Wow. Well, let's send your brother healing energy and hope that you know, at least in prison. He becomes a, a better human. And Absolutely. I'm sorry for you and your family. This must be really traumatic for you. Absolutely. It is, it is Angela. I swear it is. I've been thinking about going. And Charlamagne, you talk about mental therapy all the time. Mental illness. Oh, and I've been thinking about going to the therapy. Please do. You definitely should. I, I am. I am. I, I am. I, I definitely am. Please do. All right, brother. I will. But Thank you. Know, you. Um, Charlamagne, I appreciate you, man. Um, um, Angela Lee, it's good to hear your voice. <laughs> you the interview, man. You a nut, dude. I love y'all, man. Thank you for sending the call. Appreciate you, you, King. I let him call me Angela Lee. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, this is Kendall calling from Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Peace, I'm, King. I thought I'm really not mad about anything. Oh, Charlemagne, what's going on? 843 in the house, man. 843, what's happening? What part of the 843 you from? There's a little town called Ridgeland, South Carolina, right outside Savannah. Come on, now. Salute to everybody in Ridgeland. Oh, you know about that? No, but salute everybody in Ridgeland. <laughs> uh, but yo, DJ, I'm, I'm not mad about anything, but DJ Envy, I'm calling because I want to get some information about some real estate. I'm trying to buy a house, but I keep running into problems with these different lenders and stuff like that, man. And uh, I, I've been reading a lot, but you help a lot of people there. So just seeing what you can do for me. Uh, just hit me in the DM, man, and, and I'll tell you. I, I use um, a guy out of New York. His name is Matt. He's licensed all across the, the, uh, across the country. And he can help you out. Um, he's helped a lot of people out, whether it's an FHA loan or a conventional loan, or he could even point you in the direction for hard money. So um, just hit me, hit me offline, and, and I got you, brother. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good morning. Or just follow him. Follow him on Instagram, Matt the Mortgage Guy. That's his, that's his, his, his handle. Matt the Mortgage Guy? Yeah, MG the Mortgage Guy. Okay, appreciate it. All right, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and an apology. Little Fizz has apologized to Omarion, and we'll tell you why and what the reaction was afterward. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Lord have mercy. What? This song feel like Monday. It hurts in my bones. It hurts yeah. when breathe on a Monday morning. Yeah. Good morning. How are y'all? Yeah. I feel like I need to talk in a low voice. There you go. Baritone. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. We're here. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk low fizz. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Lil Fizz has apologized to Omarion, and that is for dating his ex, April. So it was a West Coast stop of the Millennium Tour. Now, that concert tour originally started off for B2K members, but... In the second leg, it's just Omarion. After the group had a falling out, Omarion did reunite on stage with Jay Boog, Rasby, and Little Fizz on Friday at the Forum. And Little Fizz did take the moment to admit that he did regret dating his ex. I did some up to my brother. So I want to sit here humbly and sincerely apologize for you, to you for any turmoil or dysfunction I caused between you and your family, though. I would seem I, w- I would think that was an apology you would do behind the scenes, but I guess since it played out publicly, mm-hmm. you gotta apologize publicly. Maybe he did it both. Yeah, he yeah. said he wanted to publicly apologize, mm-hmm. and he thought it would be the right thing to do. Omarion then accepted the apology. It appears, and they hugged, and then continued on with the show after. I mean, the apology clearly is accepted if they're on tour together. Well, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean that. 
It's business. It could be business. Mm, maybe. All right. Now, also over the weekend, Lamar Odom, did y'all know he had another fight? Uh-uh. And he actually won this fight. It's a three-round exhibition celebrity boxing fight. It took place in Miami, and he was fighting Ohani Noah, who was actually married to Jennifer Lopez for a year. If you guys recall, after they got divorced, he ended up managing her restaurant for a brief amount of time. And it did go all three rounds, and then it was a decision. So Lamar Odom, by the way, is part owner of Celeb Boxing. And so he did say he's he's willing to continue fighting. Does that mean it's kind of fixed too? Sometimes, if you own it, and then it's a decision. No, I don't think so. No, like Michael Jordan back in the day, I guess. You know, when you play for the Wizards, you still got ownership stake in something, but you're actually helping to boost the brand equity of the of the company. So wait a minute, he, you said Lamar had a fight this weekend. Mm -hmm. Did he win? You said he won. Yeah, I just said he won. I was in the club with him last weekend. That's crazy. Okay, whatever. All right. All right, Lamar. Now, speaking of fighting, let's talk about Flint, Michigan's own Clarissa Shields. She is getting ready for her second MMA fight, and she wants to break bones. She's been actually working out crazy. I don't know if y'all saw her first fight, but it was pretty amazing. I love what Clarissa Shields does, too, because when she did that whole um, boxing match that had all women on it because nobody was giving her the money or the recognition that she needed to actually be on a fight, so Mm -hmm. she put together her own thing and it was the first time I think in 20 years that women headlined a boxing match but anyway she's planning her second MMA fight here's what she said I feel like I'm gonna be a lot more comfortable than what I was the first fight I feel like I'm gonna be have less nerves because my last fight the motto for the camp was whatever it takes to win do whatever is necessary this camp the motto is now that you know better do better Mm. how much time have you spent on stopping the takedown every day And I've gotten very, very good at it. All right. Now, she also responded to an Instagram post that Jake Paul recently made where he announced he signed Amanda Serrano to his company. And he referred to her as the, quote, greatest woman of all time. That's what Clarissa Shields calls herself. And he also was talking about perhaps Clarissa Shields fighting on uh, one of his undercards. And here's what she had to say about that. Amanda Serrano got on a Jake Paul card, which was on Showtime. A lot of people watched that. Do you ever want to be on a Jake Paul card as well and maybe get that grand stage as she got? Don't ever disrespect me. I would never fight on the undercard of Jake Paul. I'm a three-time division world champion, two-time Olympic gold medalist in boxing. I'm a real boxer. Like, I can beat up Jake Paul at the weight class I'm at right now. Goddamn right. Drop on the clues bombs with Clarissa Shields. I believe Shields. her. I love it. I said that on Breakfast Club months ago. I said, yo, Clarissa Shields will watch Jake Paul. And I stand on that still right now. I love Clarissa Shields, though. I love her confidence. Her confidence is very inspiring. I mean, and she backs it up. You can be as confident as you want, but she really, really puts mm, in that she work. She sure and does. Shows and now, Mike Tyson says that he would be down to fight one of the Paul brothers. He was on Hot Boxing, and Freddie Gibbs was a special guest on the episode, and here's what he said. Would you fight one of them? Yeah, hell yeah. I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> they would. Hell did a lot of money. You versus which one? Jake or Logan? Which one your size? I don't even know. I can't tell the one. The one, one, the one ninety. One like one ninety. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think ain't that the one that just fought the MMA guy? No, no. Nah, that's Logan. That was the one that fought Floyd. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he'll fight you. I don't think he'll do that. He might money, hundred million bucks. They do anything. They don't care about that. Yeah, you're right. Logan would definitely do that for a hundred million dollars. Tyson <laughs> would wash his ass all over that ring. All right, well, that is your rumor report. I don't know. Stop it. I have to see it. 
Stop it. Sometimes he's old. He's older, bro. Like, stop doing it. Like, he's always like. And he still swings and hits like a mother. Man, stop, man. He's older. He's older. I mean, I'm not saying, I don't know who would win that I fight, but Tyson I'm not going to sit there and say Mike would wash him. Nah, I think Tyson would wash his ass all up and down that ring. I don't know. I he's a to... boxer. That's still, that's still in, in, in your blood, bro. Absolutely. But did you see Evander Holyfield, sir? He a couple weeks training. ago. He hasn't been training. Yes, Tyson he has training. been, actually. Evander Holyfield's in shape and everything. What are you talking about? He, ain't look, he, ain't look, he don't look like Tyson. Him and Tyson <laughs> all look I'm saying too is far I don't know. apart from each other. I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know who would win that one, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. And yes, he's right. It would be a huge payday. Logan Paul versus Mike Tyson? Yeah. I think Tyson I'd got watch that, that hands down. All right. Well, front page news next. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about Andrew Wiggins from the Golden State Warriors. He actually ended up getting the COVID vaccine, even though he was very against it. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Audible is your source for best-selling audiobooks, hot new releases, and popular podcasts, plus exclusive titles you can't find anywhere else. It's all in the one app. Get your first one free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Now, WNBA scores. The Sky beat the Sun. Mercury beat the Aces. All right? Now, in NFL, first congratulations to Tom Brady. He breaks the NFL career passing yardage record against the Patriots. Mm -hmm. And they also beat the Patriots last night. All right? Now, that score on that game was... Let me see the score. Where's that score? Seven, it was 17 what? Yeah, 17, 19. 19, 17. I stayed up and watched that game. I should have watched BMF, though. Game was, I mean, it was, you know, it was boring. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a good game to watch, but, you know. All right. Well, I expected more. The Bears beat the Lions last night. The Browns beat the Vikings. Bills beat the Texans 40 nothing. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Eagles. Seahawks beat the 49ers. Packers beat the Steelers. The Jets, they won one. They beat the Titans. Colts beat the Dolphins. Washington team, they beat the uh, Falcons last night. The Giants won finally. They beat the Saints. Uh, Cowboys, y'all luckily won. Drop on the clues bombs for my Dallas Cowboys. Ain't no luckily nothing. Okay, number one team in the NFC East. It's not even close. On our way to the Super Bowl, baby. We'll see you in L.A. in February. All right. All right. Cardinals beat the Rams and the Ravens beat the Broncos. And the Monday Night Football, the Raiders take on the Chargers tonight at 8.15 Eastern. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, Golden State Warriors forward Andrew Wiggins. He got the COVID-19 vaccine, according to Steve Kerr, the head coach. Now, he had said he wasn't getting vaccinated back in March unless he was forced to. He also applied for a religious exemption, but the NBA did deny that request in September. So he did say he was going to keep fighting for what he believes and for what he believes is right. And he said, what's right to one person isn't right to the other and vice versa. So his vaccination came as a lot of people are grappling with vaccine hesitancy. About 90% of NBA players are vaccinated, according to ESPN. So what does Andrew Wiggins believe? I, I mean, I've I mean, I've been paying attention, but not really paying attention. So what, what does he believe? Uh, I mean, I guess he just didn't feel like he wanted to get vaccinated. He tried to get religious exemption. It didn't work out. Mm. And he believes it's his body and he doesn't want to do it unless he was forced to. And now that's he's wild. done it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, just say to say it's your body, but you don't want to do it unless you're forced to. That's like, huh? That kind of defeats the whole purpose, don't it? What you mean? If you're saying it's your body, but you're not gonna do it till you're forced to, like you shouldn't want to be forced to do it, right? But meaning forced to, I mean, he, he, I'm sure he has to get a check. He got to pay for his, you know, he got to pay his bills. He got a family. So yeah, he it's kind of like so when you go for, to school. Forced shouldn't be the right word. Well, he's kind of forced if you want to continue to play in the NBA and, and get make paid that salary. Kind of forced to do it. 
It's the pressure, I guess. It's more like a lot of pressure to do right. something. Just think about it. Like when you're going to school, a lot of people, like they may not want to get their kids vaccinated. But if you want your kids to go to school and that's a requirement. They're forced to do it. Yeah. I think that's there. why people are rebelling against it because they feel like they're being forced to do it. Like nobody wants to feel like they're being forced to do anything. That's right. why I think a lot of people are rebelling against it. But, you know, it's also just making a decision. Like your decision might right. be, do you want to continue to work at this place or not? And so it's not like you have to do it, but it's a decision that you have to make. That's and if right. you feel very strongly against it, you don't have to do it, but then you'll lose your you life. You deal with the consequences of Correct. Yes. You see, that, that's better because at least you're giving somebody a choice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he did have a choice. Nobody's, I, yeah, nobody's forcing you to do anything. All right, now the drug maker Merck said on Friday that their pill to treat COVID-19 was shown in a key clinical trial to have the risk of one half the risk of hospitalization or death when it's given to high-risk people early in their infection. So if you're already infected and you take this antiviral pill, they're saying it could be affected effective against COVID. So this would be the first pill to treat COVID-19. It's likely to be followed by a number of other antiviral pills that other companies are trying to get into the market, and they do believe it will translate into many thousands of lives being saved worldwide. Ooh, now I wonder if the people who um, don't want to get the shot, would they get the pill? Right, once you get COVID. When you get COVID, though. Oh, when you get it. Yeah, so early on Uh, in your treatment, if you take it. So when you get COVID, I'm sure you'll take anything at that point. Trying to figure out how to live. Yeah. All right, so they are saying it will likely be a limited supply at first. They're trying to get emergency authorization from the FDA for that drug as soon as possible. It could be available by late this year. Mm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. And you said, does it work on a variant, or did they say? Or well, they're saying it's a the the results that they have right now, because you know it is clinical trials right now. So what they are saying is with these results, it shows that a new wave of effective and easy to use treatments could be available. And yes. That would also be against the variant. I still wonder what people take the pill, though. Because if you're, if you're very anti-vaccine, right, and mm-hmm. then you do get COVID, you know, you're already going to be taking Bro. things to help with your COVID, so would you not take the pill? You say that until you, you feel like you're about to die, and then you take anything. You know how many point. people... But that's what I'm asking. I'm you know how many people that. were in the hospital that got COVID and was like, man, I should have taken that vaccine or tried to get that's, it while they're in the hospital, and it's too you late. You're take that pill. That's what so I'm saying. Once so, you're in that position, you're probably like, I just want to live. You're going to take that pill. And by the way, the people who made the pill are the same people who made the vaccine. I'm sure. So I just was trying to find the logic here, guys. There, there, That's all. There, there, is none. There, there is none. There is none. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Now, during the rumors, uh, we told you about Fizz and Omarion. Fizz apologized on stage. Apologize. Apologize. <laughs> apologize because Omarion. He apologized on stage. We have the apology. I did some <laughs> to my brother. So I want to say here publicly and sincerely apologize for you, to you. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Could you forgive somebody in that situation? Mm. Right? That's the question. Could you forgive somebody? Obviously, Amarin, it seems like he forgave them. They're on tour with each other now. They're performing with each other. Could you forgive somebody? Me? I can't. But let's talk about it when we come back. 800 bro. I probably do. 800-585-1051. Not if you knock off my baby mother. 
Yeah, what if you guys are together re- no more? It what doesn't if you guys matter. Are You're related. my friend. You're in my group. We know each other. We've known each other since we were kids. It's just certain things you just don't do as a man. We got. We don't know how close him and Fizz are. You know matter. this happened with the Jacksons with Jermaine, with Jermaine and Randy Jackson. That's my brother. No, I can't forgive you. No, there's a zillion and one knock women out in the world, and for ladies, I'm sure there's a zillion and one men in the world. Nah, you don't knock off my baby mother of two. Nah, that's just me. I gotta hear more. I need. To, I need to hear more of the nuance of the situation. If Amarion and the young lady weren't together no more. And that was just his baby mom. Fair game. And we don't know how close no. Fizz and Omarion were. Not no fair game. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Damn. Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Fizz and Omarion. Now, during the Millennium Tour over the weekend, Fizz apologized to Omarion. Let's listen. I did some to my brother. So I want to stay here humbly and sincerely apologize for you, to you for any turmoil or dysfunction I caused between you and your family, though. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what would you do? Would you forgive? Let's talk about it. Now, um, let's start with you, Yee. I mean, it's hard to say what you would do unless you're actually in that position. It was a very public thing, too. And so I think that's a, a hard thing. And, and and it's also like, are you only apologizing because now y'all not together? Probably. And the fact that, hey, we got to get this money now, probably. And now you on tour without me and I kind of need you. Is that why you're apologizing? So I think that makes it a little more difficult. But I also feel like if Amarion's in an amazing space, then it's easier to forgive when things are pretty smooth and going well. So maybe he just feels like, look, things happen for a reason. My life is much better now. And I don't really care what either one of y'all do. Nah, I'm but not I don't think we could be friends. I'm good. I'm not forgiving you. I don't need your energy or your space around you. I can never trust you again. And if I can't we trust know, you Amy. again, I don't even want you around me. <laughs> we know you are. We if, know how you if are. If I can't trust you, why, why be around me? I, I don't want you around me. Now, if, if this is business and we're doing this for business to get the bag, I'm in my own room, you in your own room. We practice what we do, we got to do. But no, I, I, nah, I'll never look but at you But you still same. get the money. I mean, I wouldn't. But if we have to get the money, then I, I get it. But no, I'm good. Charlemagne? Uh, um, <clears throat> yes, I would forgive because I send people healing energy and there's no need for me to hold on to that. Not to mention, I'm sure, you know, Marion had to forgive his baby mom because that's his baby mom. That's the mother of his kids. So, you know, extend that same grace to Fizz, especially if y'all going on tour together. And also, man, we be thinking we be knowing these folks. I don't know what his situation is with his baby mama. And I don't know what his relationship is with Fizz. Just because they in a group don't mean they the best of friends. And, you know, baby mamas move on with friends all the time. Didn't we just... Report Shad Moss discussing how his baby mom, you know, is kicking it with Diddy. Yeah. You think that's going to make Shad stop drinking Ciroc yeah. and, and hanging out with Puff? Hey, I mean, we all got not. that new pomegranate flavor. You know, <laughs> you wanna... we, all, we, exactly. all different. we all different. We, exactly. You know, and, and I'm I'm different. I, I, that's kind of why I stand on my loan and I got so many different businesses. <laughs> I never have to rely on nobody. So if somebody do me dirty, I'm good. I don't have to do anything. That's just not realistic. For who? Because a lot of those businesses, you're going to get into partnerships that don't work out. 
Um, I don't know if you're no, you And, and by the way, and by the way, by the way, there's no permanent friends and enemies when it comes to business. That's and you. Don't act like you've never forgiven someone. <laughs> no, Come it on. depends what somebody's done. There's there's plenty of people. Man, let that, that hurt go, man. Let with. that hurt go. That's no. why your breed ain't. That's why your bed ain't connecting no, right here on, on, on this my, side, my man. Let that hurt go, man. My family's good. There's there's people that I will never do business with. I don't give a f how big the bag is. Oh no, I'm with you. I can understand that. So you could talk about permanent friends or permanent. No, I have permanent. But it's a difference between that I will never. Do it's a with. difference between forgiving somebody and doing business with them. You can forgive somebody and still don't rock with them. It's plenty of people that I've forgiven in my heart that I've probably never talked to ever. Nah, I'm straight. You know what I mean? But you, mm-hmm. forgiveness and dealing with somebody is two different things. Well, let's go to the phone line. Hello, who's this? It's D. Hey, D. Good morning. What up, D? What would you do in that good situation, morning. D? Well, I would start off like if the, I thought it was always if the homies can't have no fun in it. I mean, if the homies can't have oh fun. <laughs> I don't know what you I don't just think said. I'm referring to your baby mother of two, though. Hold on, hold on. If the, it ain't no fun. Oh my goodness! Boy, you know you black when you gotta sing something to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the words unless you sing it. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, yeah, yeah. I was that the young lady I was talking to at first. Uh, who this is? Envy. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I feel just like you, bro. Ain't, ain't no coming back from that man. That man, that man, fed me it already. You know, said they don't love talking about that man. I ain't cool with stuff like that. So he should have never apologized. He should have left well enough alone. And even if Omarion accepts the apology, he's never going to trust him ever again. So he should have just left the family. Okay. Thank you. Why y'all keep saying trust, though? Like, I I got it. Did he sleep with her when him and Omarion and the baby mom was together? No, they were broken up. That's what I'm saying. So what is this trust thing y'all keep talking um, about? Trust, we've been, we, we been in this group since we were young kids. Like, we've been around each other all this time. Trust meaning, hey, if you're going to do it, at least call me, reach out to me, and be like, hey. I think they were creeping around. Yes. That's the thing. There's no trust. Well, that's different. I mean, if they were creeping, if they were creeping, that means Omarion and the baby mom were still together. No, as far as not wanting people to know that they were dating, like, it, oh, we're just friends. Mm. Well, 800-585-1051. If you were in the situation, you were Omarion in this physical Omarion situation, what would you do? Would you forgive? Would you keep rocking? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Fizz and Omarion now. Uh, they were on the Millennium Tour, and uh, Fizz apologized. Let's listen. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what would you do in that situation? This is making Envy so mad. No, it's not. It had nothing to do with me. You just asked my opinion. Hello, who's this? Me. Hey, what, what would you do in that situation? Uh, I accept your apology. That's fine, but you're not making money with me. While I'm on the West Coast, you can be on this tour, but all them other cities, you can stay at home. Watch me. <laughs> Watch me. Well, that's not the case. They're both on the Millennium Tour right now. No, no, that is the case. That is the case. They're both on the Millennium Tour right now. No, 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 that is the what case. What you mean? Uh, Omarion got some shows. Uh, I think a, a, a majority of the shows, he's by himself. Yeah, he's by himself. They joined mm. him at the forum. <laughs> they, they did a couple of mm. shows, but he's by himself. Yeah. So what are we even talking about then? That's what you said. What would you I thought they was together on the tour. I thought it was B2K. <laughs> no, they joined them at this stop in L.A. Man. Hello, who's this? This is Danielle. Hey, good morning. What would you do, Danielle? Yes, I think those situations is BS. 
Yes, only apologize for the bag. That's it. That's all. Well, you're just getting half the bag from what they just told me. You're not even on every date. <laughs> that's what happened. Hey, I just found that no out. No money better than no money. You right. Okay. No money better than no money. I mean, that'll take his, his well, bag. But also, though, why do we assume he just apologized for the bag? Maybe he just apologized because he really... Felt bad. Not bad, right? Maybe I mean, we, we don't know why I apologize. That's why right. we don't know nothing. We don't know nothing I'm about none of these people. I'm just telling you what I would do in that situation. Hello, who's this? Deshaun. Deshaun, what's up, brother? Well, I've been with my wife now for 17 years, and I I got with her through a friend of mine. We used to get money together. Okay, so now what? Well, we've been together for we've been married for 17 years. Oh, you did that to like, your homie? We didn't like it at first, mm -hmm. but uh, eventually, like you know, we became cool after a while. You know, afterwards, he got over it because he saw it was serious, and you guys were soulmates. Yeah, like pretty much. You know, uh, his son is is my son. I, I, I I've been there since he was maybe four years old, three years old. And I married her uh, after a year of us dating. Okay. Wow. It worked out for y'all. That, that must have been hard in the beginning. Well, it was because he didn't, he didn't, he didn't like me after that. Like you know, when I first got with her, he didn't like me. One, you know, he wanted to fight. Uh, it, was, it was always like little situations. And you but couldn't blame nothing, him. You know, crazy. Yeah, and you could. He wound up getting locked up, and you know, I was there for his son, and I didn't go nowhere. So after a while, uh, another mutual friend of ours. Spoke to him and was just like, "How could you be mad when it's not like he just got with her, dated her, and and just kept her as a girlfriend? He married her." Okay, all right. Well, it worked out for y'all. I know, yeah. but it took some time, yeah, it and it took, took some for time. somebody yeah, to go to jail. Time, <laughs> Hello, who's this? What's up, Big J, man? What's up? Big J, what's up, man? What, what's your thoughts, brother? Man, I feel like for a man to even try your past, they mama, he feel a certain way about you. So you gotta like see that. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no apology, bro. You gotta fight me. For what? <laughs> you and the baby mom not even together no more. Why? This is my friend, bro. This is my this is my friend, my man, bro. You don't know. Listen, once again, we don't know the relationship between that man and that man. We're just assuming. Since they were kids. It's so all what? around each other bro. for years. Well, and Amaria did confirm. has been here together, for, she's bro. been around. We're friends. Nah. We no. knew what was going on. It was, it was, it was like passive aggressive for me, bro. Yeah, there's, there's no Y'all really are um, acting like y'all know these people. We just don't know these brothers' situation nobody, at all. No, nobody around me. No, nah, not at all. If you're around me that long, you're not knocking off my baby mom. And if you did, you owe me five minutes. That's, so, what that's is your, so what do you do with your baby mom then? Do you cut your baby mom off? Because she disrespected you too. Well, you kind of can't because you have kids together. That's my point. So, you but you yes, don't. You but it's only you because of the children. Same. We don't look at it. I, I don't look at the same. I take care of my kids. I make sure she's good. But I don't look at her the same. I can't never trust her again. No. So, it's, so once again, that's business that, that, too then. Because it's now, it's like, okay, yes. I'm, I'm doing this for the kids. Yep. And I'm doing this because we're doing these shows together. What's the problem? No, nah, I'm just taking care of my kids. I ain't got nothing to do with them. And, and as far as the shows. And by the way, whether you do a public apology or not, there's a certain level of forgiveness you give a person if you even choose to continue to do business with them. If you if you say, you know what, I'm going to go on tour with him, that is a level of forgiveness. You have forgiven that person in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yes. That is that level of stupidity, bro. It is, it is stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's different. I mean, Omarion is different. He can forgive. I just can't. That's just not me. I, there's just certain people I will never... 
I will never cut a check with. I will never make a check with. I, if somebody can hire me and give me a, a, doesn't matter the amount of money, I can't do it with that person. That's just me personally. It's called respect. It's called that's, respect. That's me personally. You gotta have respect for yourself. Like, you want to be as a man. You gotta be a man. Now, oh if y'all gosh. can, that's different. Ye can, Charlotte. That's that's I I cannot. Let Bottom that line. hurt go, man. Bottom line. Y'all brothers need and to heal. Nah, ain't nobody hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna choose it's principle. This, I mean, this see, is the way I was raised. I be yeah, watching yeah. Omarion on Instagram. He be in his zen like mode. He be doing his yoga. He be smudging. You know well, what I mean? Omarion on Instagram with a black eye, man. Come on, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, bro. Talking about. All right, All right, baby. All right, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, you know, let that hurt go. What you gonna do? Like, I don't, I don't see the point of holding on to something like that. See that? See that's the thing. Everybody says hold on. It ain't holding on. It's just me. I am not going to forgive. It's not and a matter of holding. There is no game. if. And but what's the point? There's no left or right because it makes me happy. Because it's, because it's about it makes me happy. happy. <laughs> sure. I don't want to work with you. I don't want. I don't want you around me. I don't want your energy around well, me. Well, guess sir. what? You, you the same way you would do with your baby mom. Do with your friend. I don't want her energy around me too if she does. You ain't got no choice. That's no, the mother of your kids. child. I don't gotta mess with her. I mess with my kids. Man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't even make no sense. Everybody says that, but it don't, the logic don't even be logicing. You the still gotta deal. Logic. No, you still gotta deal with your baby mom when you got kids, man. Well, no doubt. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Bye. All right, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about NBA Youngboy number one album. And he's planning to work with Drake really soon. We'll tell you what they have to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. Yes. I- I'm not gonna lie, I'm back on my um TV content game. It hasn't been a lot of like TV in my life lately, but now you got BMF, mm-hmm. you got Squid Games. And uh, Disney What If. That's what I was really on. I was just on the Disney program and the Marvel stuff. And Insecure is coming back. Insecure is coming Final back. Season. Y'all don't watch right. Money Heist? Y'all don't watch Money Heist? I haven't seen that yet. I don't that know yet. what that is. What Money is that? Heist is good. It's, it's, What's that? It's a um, show based off these bank robbers. It's based out of uh, Spain, right? Spain. So they don't speak English, so it's like an overtalk of it, but mm-hmm. it's really good. Really, really, really good. That's how Squid Game is because it's, uh, it's Asian. You know what's so crazy, though? You be laying on the couch and you'll watch one episode and you'll be like, Oh, let's keep watching, mm-hmm. right? So me and the wife keep watching, and then you come to a point where you be like, "Nah, I ain't got time to be wasting on this." But then you like, "What else I got to do? It's Friday night." It just keeps going, keep going, it keeps going, it keeps absolutely. Going. And yeah. then it just keeps going to the next episode anyway. Yeah, yep. and then you fall asleep, and then you wake up, and you get asked the question, "Are you still watching this?" And then you lie to yourself and be like, "Yes, I am." No, you slept. So now I got to go, go back. That's yeah. right. Got to go back and watch the episode that I fell asleep on. Exactly. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What we talking about? Yes, and let's talk about Halle Bailey and her amazing performance during Disney World's anniversary event. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Just want to remind everybody the BET Hip Hop Awards this Tuesday. Uh, Angela Yee and I will be... um, Holding down the Double XL uh, Twitter, so we'll be talking about it. We want everybody to join us as a family, so we can talk about the awards. I hosted the uh, red carpet, had a lot of fun. So uh, we're gonna be doing that Tuesday. I think what's that? Eight or nine o'clock? Um, I think it comes. Why are you asking me? I thought it was at nine. I saw Big Tyler to create a kiss you on the cheek, man. Drop on the clues bombs to Tyler. Don't, don't you they drop the bomb. My guy, Tyler. He gave me a hug. He gave me a hug. Shout out to Tyler the Creator. He was so, this was the first time meeting the brother. And he was just so giddy. We were talking about cars. He was just so excited, don't, man. Don't, don't call that man giddy. We were both giddy together because we were talking giddy. about cars. Yes, hype. We were excited. Word. It's like when you run into a gearhead and you start talking about cars and it ain't about the music at the point. I don't care. You don't call no grown man giddy. It was cute. It was good. No problem. Giddy. Man ain't giddy. Man was happy. Right. Excited. <laughs> happy, giddy, giddy, excited. We both were. 
So he was like, can I have a hug? I said, of course. Of course. Can I have a hug, Giddy? <laughs> <laughs> give me a hug, Giddy. Give me a hug, Giddy. Come on, Giddy. Yeah, give me a hug. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Haley Bailey. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, y'all ready to put some respect on Halle Bailey from Chloe and Halle. Now, she is, uh, she actually performed during a special televised event that premiered on ABC on Friday. And she did a classic track in Disney, originally sung by uh, Crystal Edwards and produced by Elton John for The Lion King. And she sounded and looked absolutely amazing. Can you feel the love tonight? Did she not sound amazing? Yes, I did. just had to play that because I was like, Damn. killed it. I'm gonna keep on for <laughs> Haley Bailey. Damn. I feel like people don't be giving her that respect because you know uh, Chloe just put out her um, music and then you know their sisters. The two of them now have separate accounts. But when I tell you she killed it, I saw people saying, "Okay, now that's Haley claiming what she deserves." So shout out to her for that. All right, now Mark Lamont Hill revealed on social media that he suffered a mild heart attack in late September. He Scary. was undergoing surgery to fix a damaged Achilles tendon, and he went on Instagram Thursday. He updated his followers on his, his condition. He said he's home. He's on the full path to recovery. He was rushed to a Philadelphia emergency room on September 25th. He said, I'm at home and recovering after a rough week. Turns out I had DVT, deep vein thrombosis, which caused a pulmonary embolism. He said, blood clots nearly completely blocked my lungs, preventing mm. blood flow to my heart. The doctors told me that I was very lucky not to have died. Mm. Now, people were trying to say it's because he got vaccinated because, you know, there's all these oh, conspiracy. Yeah. And he did shoot those down. He said that those speculations are ridiculous and completely baseless. He said, for some, it is a cynical and dishonest claim. For others, it's a lack of understanding how medicine and science work. Well, I, I, doctors do be asking those questions, though, when certain things like that happen. Like, I, I had to take my um, you know, daughter to the emergency room a couple of weeks ago because she had, like, this this muscle thing in her neck twitching, that was causing yeah. this, this twitching. Mm -hmm. And that's the first thing the doctor said was, did she take the vaccine? I'm like, huh? So yeah. it's not like doctors aren't asking those questions, too. Right, they want to know everything that mm -hmm. happened. All right, now uh, let's talk about vaccinations since we're discussing this. Joe Tsai, who owns the Brooklyn Nets, he does want Kyrie Irving to get vaccinated. And he said uh, Kyrie talks about it as a sort of personal choice issue, which I respect. This is what he told Brian Lewis of the New York Post. But we all need to not forget that our goal, what is our goal this year? What's our purpose this year? It's very, very clear. Win a championship, and a championship team needs to have everybody pulling the same direction. So I hope to see Kyrie play fully and win a championship together with everybody else with all his teammates. So Kyrie Irvin has uh, previously said his vaccination decision is a personal choice. But he did also say he plans to be with his team during the season. He did say he wanted to keep this stuff private. I'm a human being first. Obviously, living in this public sphere, it's just a lot of questions about what's going on in the world of Kyrie. And I think I would love to just keep that private. So, I, I don't want to keep it private because if he plays, that people know he took the vaccine. Yeah. Right. So it's not won't be private. He can play at away games, just not at the home games right now. 
He was with the team at training camp in San Diego. He's been practicing ahead of uh, having to play, but, you know. What's wrong with people saying that? What's wrong with people saying it's a private, personal decision? And you damned if you do, damned if you don't, because, you know, LeBron said it was a personal decision back in the day, and recently he just said him and his family are vaccinated, and he still got flack because he said, I'm not the person that has to go out here and tell everybody to take the vaccine. Well, let's play what LeBron said about his vaccination. I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. I know um, that I was very skeptical about it all, um, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. And, uh, you know, and that's why I decided to do it. You don't think the the issue is important enough for someone with your stature to to speak out on it? You know, we're talking about individuals' bodies. You know, so I don't feel like for me personally that I should get involved in in, in what other people should do for their bodies. What's the problem with that statement? Nothing. All right. Well, some people did have a problem with it. And one of those people is Ennis Cantor. Uh, who also plays and uh, for the Celtics. And here's what he had to say about LeBron declining to be an advocate for the vaccine. You know, when I heard it, I was very disappointed and it's ridiculous. You know, obviously LeBron James, he's one of the face of the uh, league and he should be the first one to go out there and say, listen, everyone, you know, I, I got the vaccine and I'm to encouraging everyone, basketball fans, non-basketball fans, all the uh, sport fans oh, are just going out there to get this uh, vaccine so we can save other uh, lives. I disagree. I really don't. I, too, I, I do. I don't too. understand people in the media. If you're pro-vaccine, the fact that LeBron and his family got vaccinated is the only bit of information you need. LeBron Correct. getting the vaccine himself is all the encouragement people need. The fact he made his vaccination status public is enough information. Now, media, y'all run with that narrative. How do we live in an era where people just focus on what they don't like about what something said? If you were really pro-vaccine and really trying to save lives, LeBron and his family being vaccinated is, an, is enough to push that narrative. But these people don't care about folks actually getting the vaccine. They care about clicks and likes and retweets and ratings. That's what they care about. Because I wouldn't even have followed up with LeBron. Said, so you don't think you should go out there and tell people? He just told y'all. He just told you. I he got vaccinated. the vaccine. Now it's up to you to run I, the headline. It went even further. I did the homework. I found yes. out about it. And yeah, we I all the weird, vaccine yo. was best for me and my family. It's a strange, it's a strange era we live well, in. He didn't, he didn't tell everybody to do it. He just, he said, just he did said it. He just said it. He said he did the homework. Him and his whole family. That should be all the information you need and to it, push the narrative you want that LeBron and his family got vaccinated. And it does work both ways. I'll say this because I'm vaccinated. I know, Envy, you're vaccinated. And we've been telling people, I, I would encourage people to get vaccinated. And then people come at me for that. Like, you can say whatever you want. It's your own personal opinion. I'm not telling you have to. I, but I, I will say, if I, say I think it's a, a good decision. I say do what's but best I'm not for you telling and your you family. I say I got what vaccinated. What you have to do. My wife did. My older kids did. My parents did. I did. But I always say do but, what's best for you and your but family. But people come at me for saying for being mad that I, I encourage people to get vaccinated. That's just my opinion and my feeling. I'm not that's telling nobody choice. what they have to do. But that's, that's your choice. That was your decision. But mm-hmm. once again with LeBron, it's like he got vaccinated. His family got vaccinated. That should be the narrative the media should be running with if they're really pro-vaccine, right? Now, a lot of people have issues with feeling like they are, and I know we discussed this earlier, being forced to be vaccinated because right now, like in New York City, for teachers and people who work in the schools, you have to get vaccinated to be there. For hospitals, you have to get vaccinated. What do you guys think about that? And even in the NBA, if you want to play at home games, you have to be vaccinated. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it's their business, so you you got to go for their business. But the only thing I don't like is, right, all during the pandemic, there was no vaccine, and these healthcare workers were working, mm-hmm. and they were risking their lives without a vaccine. 
They were working yeah, and risking crazy. their lives without a vaccine. There was no vaccine. A lot of them died, but they still went to work every day to make sure that everybody was fine. So now you're saying if you don't get it, we're going to fire you? That's why uh, That's why people say things like if you live that's by the chairs, man. you'll die by the booze. Because just last year, you was essential. That's right. You were essential. This we were year, so happy. You going to work year, without a expendable. vaccine. But now it's like, well, if you don't get it, just last year, you. you was the essential last worker. Last year, we were begging and thanking you so much for going to work without getting a vaccine, without this year, help. you're expendable. A very little PPP and all that. No, not PPP. What is it? Is it PPP? Yeah, PPP. Y'all treat y'all treating people nah, just like Governor Cuomo. Just last, last year, y'all. But I, but don't you also feel like people <laughs> who work in hospitals around people who also maybe don't have COVID but have compromised immune systems? Yeah, but how you, do you have to be as safe them? as possible, well, especially year, in a hospital environment. I was essential last year. Yeah, you yeah. was praising them last year. There okay. was no vaccine. It was thank God they didn't have enough masks. They didn't have enough PPP. It was so much. Those people were you, risking their were lives every day. We did day parades. Going in the hospital. We hospitals. sent them food, and now some of them That's don't right. want to take it. You're fired. You're Fire. That sounds wild. But the vaccine wasn't available then. That's even worse. The fact that they were working without a vaccine. That's what they'd be saying. They didn't even have right. masks. But now that it's... They yeah, were, they couldn't even get... Uh, they couldn't what, get masks. What was the thing? PPE. That's, that's what I said. I said PPP. It was PPP. <laughs> I said it was PPP. Oh, my gosh. I said it was PPE. We shouldn't even be discussing this. <laughs> you know what we're trying you to say. We're All we're simply saying is them people was essential Correct. last year, and now they're expendable. You know That's what. not right. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, who are you giving your donkey to? I forgot. We'll talk about it. I'll remember in a second. You <laughs> done got me worked up in here for no damn reason. Salute to all them essential workers. Y'all still essential to me. Yes, you are. Okay. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Audible is your source for best-selling audiobooks, hot new releases, and popular podcasts, plus exclusive titles you can't find anywhere else. It's all in the one app. Get your first one free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Oh, Florida, I'm disappointed in you this morning. This is even low by Florida standards, okay? Donkey of the day for Monday, October 4th goes to a Florida nurse named Sierra Samuels. What does your Uncle Shala always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And Sierra Samuels is validating all of our feelings on Florida this morning. See, Sierra is a nurse in the neonatal intensive care unit. Um, uh, she deals with the infants and she decided uh, to do this. Let's go to CBS 4 Miami for the report, please. A neonatal intensive care nurse accused of mocking a sick child on social media is now out of a job. Jackson Memorial Hospital confirming to CBS 4 News they have terminated Sierra Samuels. Weeks ago, we told you how she posted pictures of a baby suffering from a medical condition where the intestines grow outside of the body, along with captions making fun of the child. We blurred the graphic images. She was immediately placed on leave following the posts and has now been terminated. This hits a little different, being that I spent uh, all last week in the maternity ward as my, you know, wife welcomed our fourth daughter. Uh, personally, I love the maternity ward. It's something about watching a newborn baby come into the world that gives you a, a renewed sense of purpose. It's something about standing outside of that window while the nurses are in there, you know, weighing your baby and things of that nature and watching all this new life just 
you know, that just came into the world. It's just something about being reminded of that constant circle of life that just makes you appreciate your life and your journey even more. Now, I don't know about y'all, but when the nurse comes in to get my newborn for whatever reason, I follow the nurse. Okay, I'm the guy standing right outside the window watching, just making sure they doing right by my baby. Okay, and it's because of folks like Sierra Samuels. Sierra, why are you playing with people's kids like this? What's the reason? What's the purpose? This poor, innocent baby who is defenseless against the world, okay? The defenseless against the world they were bought into with its intestines on the outside of his body. Mm -mm. And your mind automatically goes to, let me get on the talker of the ticks and get these laughs off for social media. I have a sixth sense of humor too. But some things, just not funny. And I don't see how a baby born with his intestines on the outside of his body prompts you to take a picture, post on social media with the caption, my night was going great, then boom, your intestines supposed to be inside, not outside, baby. As if that infant had any choice in the matter. Now, why or oh why would Sierra risk her livelihood for social media? I don't know. That's the question I ask myself all the time. All right. Sierra had to know that posting photos of patients without authorization is a violation of the HIPAA Act. Okay, do you think an infant is not a patient? Not to mention, you would be the same person who would probably be crying victim if women in that infant's family jumped you and beat you up. And guess what? You would have earned it, okay? But I don't wish that on you. I'm sending you healing energy because you have to be dealing with a lot of hurt and a lot of pain to play with that little innocent, peaceful, pure baby. And if you are planning on having kids in the future, oh my Lord. You better clear that negative energy up because you just never know. And what is your karma going to be like? Sierra, you got fired. Okay, but right now, you need to get your soul right. Because seeing a baby's face, okay, seeing a baby's face is just one of the best ways to rejuvenate your soul and, and relax your nerves and recharge your, just, your, just recharge your energy of life. And to see that and, to, and think to yourself, I can't wait to violate this little angel. Just lets me know you got a lot of personal trauma that you need to work through. Please give Sierra Samuels the biggest hee haw. My God, Florida. that made me want to cry. That was so, so sad. Crazy. Come on, Florida. what kind of disgusting person does that? Come on, that's 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 even low by Florida. Standards. The family already suffering mm -hmm. and going through it. This poor innocent baby, and you want to post a picture like it's funny for chuckles. You know what I mean? Stupid and likes hurt. and hearts. And whatever else they do on TikTok, what they give you on TikTok? I don't know. I don't be on that. What's the talk of the TikTok? Hearts or something like hearts? Hearts, okay. Yeah. Just, that reminded me of when those uh, offices members took the picture of uh, when in the Kobe crash and they were taking the pictures of the crash. Oh, yes. For what reason? Like, for what? Like what is that for? I have no idea. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, let's mm -hmm. open up the phone lines. 800-585-105. When we were talking about LeBron James and mm -hmm. he was talking about... LeBron James. He was talking about the vaccination. I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. I know um, that I was very skeptical uh, about it all, um, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. And, uh, you know, and that's why I decided to do it. You don't think the, the issue is important enough for someone with your stature to, to speak out on it? You know, we're talking about individuals' bodies. You know, so I don't feel like for me personally that I should get involved in, in, in what other people should do for their bodies. All right. He said nothing wrong, and that follow-up question was to jam him up and create a negative headline because we all know that in this uh, era that we're in, negative headlines like that go around the world three, four times when the positive ones don't.
All right, so we're opening up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Does a celebrity have to tell you or or should have to tell you his thoughts on, on a vaccine or something like that? Should they encourage people to get the vaccine? That's what we're asking. 800-585-1051. As a celebrity, should you have to encourage people to get the vaccine? Is that your job? Is that what you should do? No. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Is that LeBron James's job? He already showed and proved by actions and deeds. LeBron James is not the media. LeBron James got the vaccine. His family got the vaccine. The media can push the narrative that LeBron got the vaccine, but they don't want to push that narrative because they care about clicks and retweets and likes. It's not actually about trying to get people vaccinated. Because if it was, there was no, there'd be no reason to be focusing on the negative of the I'm story. I'm not going to lie. I kind of got vaccinated because of a celebrity. But he didn't have to tell you or she didn't have to tell you. You just know that they got vaccinated, right? I'll tell you what happened. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, pull out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about LeBron James. He was talking about the vaccine, and he got a little flack. Let's listen. I know um, that I was very skeptical uh, about it all, um, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. And, uh, you know, and that's why I decided to do it. You don't think the, the issue is important enough for someone with your stature to, to speak out on it? You know, we're talking about individuals' bodies, you know, so I don't feel like for me personally that I should get involved in, in, in what other people should do for their bodies. So 800-585-1051, do you think celebrities uh, should be encouraging you to take the vaccine or discouraging you? Let's, let's uh, start in the room. Guys, what do you think? I think it depends on how strongly they feel about it. If in your heart you say, I feel really strongly about this and here's my experience and this is why, then you should do it. If you're not that certain and maybe you did it, but you don't necessarily feel compelled to encourage people because you have uncertainties, then don't. I know when I got vaccinated, it was because I went to go get tested when we went to go see Dave Chappelle in Ohio. And Dave was like, hey, you want to get vaccinated? And he had somebody standing right there at that moment. And I hadn't really thought about it, but because it was just so accessible and easy and I knew they got vaccinated and they were talking to me about it, it did encourage me to do it. And I'm glad I did do it. But I think that if you feel like I want to spread this word and I feel really compelled to do that, you should. But if not, if you don't believe it, then don't. This this reminds me of, you know, of the skit that, uh, you know, Dave and and Charlamagne does about Ja Rule. No disrespect to Ja, but... Ja's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna be the reason I do anything. First of all, don't disrespect Ja Rule, okay? No, I'm being honest. If you like, hear Ja Rule yeah, on the God's Honest <laughs> Truth, he sounds brilliant, and you should absolutely care about what Ja Rule nah, thinks. I'm, I'm sorry, no disrespect to Ja, no disrespect to LeBron James. Like, they're not gonna make me get a vaccine. How about I'm gonna See, go now to I'm gonna ask Ja, I'm gonna ask Ja what he thinks about the vaccine on the TV show. <laughs> now, since, now, now I need to know what now, Ja now thinks about the TV show. Know. Yes, now you got me wondering. <laughs> but it really don't matter. Like, I don't, I don't base my life off of what a celebrity thinks. I base it off what a doctor says. Now, if it's uh, LeBron James and he's talking about What if it's about Dr. Something? Dre? Huh? What if it's Dr. Dre? 
No, he's not that type of doctor. You say, just said don't 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 contradict yourself no, now. No, not a doctor. I mean a doctor, doctor, not like Doctor Dre, a doctor you. Okay. Like I'm talking about a doctor that studies about the vaccines that would know better than anybody else. That's why I'm going to take the vaccine. But don't... you guys are different. Imagine you're a barb and Nicki Minaj is like, go out and get vaccinated. You might be like, how you okay. know I'm not a barb? No, I'm glad you said that. No, I'm glad you said that because Nicki did say in those tweets that she plans to get the vaccine. When she goes on tour, Correct. she also spoke about Drake being vaccinated. Correct. But the media didn't focus on no. any of that. Just like they're not focusing on what LeBron said. I the answer to the question. I think humans can do whatever they want to do, um, celebrity or otherwise. And LeBron already has encouraged people to get the vaccine. How? By getting the vaccine himself. If you're pro vaccine, LeBron and his family getting vaccinated is all you need. LeBron doesn't have to say anything else ever about being vaccinated. The media can be running with that headline over and over. They could be running the soundbite of LeBron saying he's vaccinated over and over. But instead, they decide to focus on him saying it's not his job to go out there and be a surrogate for the vaccine. When he's absolutely right, it's not his job. No. The media, yo, we, yo, people in the media, we are really horrible. Well, celebrities said they don't wash their ass, but once a week, do y'all listen to them then? Huh? Depends what? on if Excuse you're a big me? fan like, of theirs. You gotta stop listening to celebrities. You gotta do what the doctor There's said. certain celebrities that people listen to. No, though. that's no, no, no. We're not even listening to LeBron right now. LeBron said him and his family got vaccinated. But instead of the media running with that, they're running with the fact he said he doesn't have to be a surrogate for the vaccine. If you're pro-vaccine, the fact LeBron and his family got vaccinated, that's the only bit of information you need. Run with that narrative if you're trying to get, encourage people to get the vaccine. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's Nisha. Hey, Nisha. What's up? Talk to us. And I was calling in regards to that uh, LeBron situation. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, personally, it's not something that they have to do. But if they want to share their opinion, they can definitely go ahead and do so. I agree. But at the same time, you got to keep in mind, whenever they don't speak and say something that they want to hear and agree with everything, for example, the people that have spoken against it, they almost, in a way, are kind of being, like, crucified. So... It kind of just makes you not want to say nothing at all. Like, I've seen a lot of NBA players just kind of, in a way, opt out of the conversation. Okay. Trying and to play it safe. That's right. And by the way, don't think media outlets don't know that if somebody says something that's against the vaccine or doesn't want to speak out about people getting the shot, they know that story going to boom way more than them just being vaccinated. Hello, they know what they're doing. Yo, yo, this is Tez. Tez, what's your opinion, brother? Yeah, man, I feel like if you a celebrity with a platform and influence, that you most definitely get the word out and get it. Let people know the vaccine. I just feel like a lot of people are just scared. Like, they already know what's going to come behind a vaccine. Like, damn, I'm going to grow an extra toe. Or, so, if you're so, you somebody that got a platform and a following, I just feel like, get it out there. You know, get it exposed because you got people that follow you. Know Can I ask you a question, my brother? What's that? You don't think LeBron did that by saying that him and his family are vaccinated? No. Oh. Where, I, I'm confused. I don't it's live here no more. This, I, this is a different earth. I think that's even I live better a, than saying I, go get, go get yes. vaccinated. You show, I got vaccinated. You show and prove by actions my and deeds. got vaccinated. You know what the problem is? We live in this social media world. Y'all really love words and lip service over actual actions. Lip service. Y'all really, y'all really care about people talking about doing things as opposed to actually doing them. Like, LeBron gave you everything he needed to give you. He went and got vaccinated, him and his family. What else do we need to know? That's not enough? 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. Should celebrities have to tell people to get vaccinated? Is that their job? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Man. I'm I know it now. I'm 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 I'
Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just join, if you just joined us, we're talking about LeBron James. He was talking about the vaccination over the weekend, and people were upset. Let's listen. I know um, that I was very skepticism uh, about it all, um, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. And, uh, you know, and that's why I decided to do it. You don't think the, the issue is important enough for someone with your stature to, to speak out on it? You know, we're talking about individuals' bodies, you know, so I don't feel like for me personally that I should get involved in, in, in what other people should do for their bodies. So we're taking your calls, 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's your opinion? Should celebs have to tell people to take the vaccination? Should that be their job? Hello, who's this? This is Michelle. Hey, Michelle, talk to us. So, no, LeBron James is not responsible for anybody's individual choice. He did his job. He shared his status. It's up to the people to decide what they want to do. And they shouldn't hold LeBron accountable for anything to have any negative feedback on what he said. It's ridiculous. I agree. It was quite foolish. It really is silly. Hello, who's this? It's Elroy like the Jesus. Elroy like the Jesus. What's happening, Elroy? What's up with y'all, man? How y'all doing today? Talk to us. What's your young man with an old name? There you go. I'm an old soul for real, for real. Uh, I don't think. I don't think. I mean, LeBron can't do nothing more than what he already doing. He already got big influence. He said he did his research. Him and his family got it, so people should do the same. Simple as that. I don't say to wash your butt. Are you not gonna wash your butt? (laughs) No, we will not. (laughs) Thank you, brother. (laughs) Hello, who's this? Oh, good morning. This is Tracy from the eight four three. Eight four three. What part of the eight four three, Tracy? You calling from? Myrtle. Myrtle Beach. Okay, salute to Myrtle Beach. What's your thoughts, Tracy? Thank you. So uh, my thoughts on this are, like, yes, celebrities should use their platform for both sides. Because, like, my family, my spouse and I, we we don't agree with it. But we have two teenage children, and we're not raising kids. We're raising adults. So we sat them down, did some research, and let them make their own choice. We believe they have the cognitive ability to make their own choice. One decided to get it. One didn't. So, yes, use that platform to be able to say, yes, I agree, or no, I don't, because there's people, the common lay people like ourselves, that are on both sides of the fence. Well, Tracy, LeBron James said he got the vaccine. He said his family got the vaccine. What else What else do they need him to do? You just said it right there. What else do That's they right. need him to do? Like he did it, he said it. They could, they can run that loop over and over and over. They can create a million different headlines saying LeBron James gets vaccinated. Uh-huh. There's nothing else to talk about. Nothing else. Exactly, and that's why I said they celebrities need to use their platform. That's the problem with our our world today is where everything is put into these little baskets that we're supposed to fall into them based on somebody's wishes or wants, and we can't make choices for ourselves. Absolutely not. These celebrities need to show these children that are growing up to be adults, this next generation, you can think for yourself. You can make your own choice. I think that, um, you know, when you talk about platforms, I think the media needs to understand the responsibility of its platform. And I think the media Absolutely. needs to understand that we control narratives. They could be running with a whole different narrative about this LeBron James situation. And that narrative is simply LeBron James and his family got vaccinated. But they know that's not going to get the clicks. That's not going to get the retweets as much as LeBron James says it's not his responsibility to go out there and exactly. be a surrogate for the vaccine. Yeah, yeah this, It's disgusting. This whole business is disgusting, man. It is, you know, it is. Our media is ridiculous. It's, no, it's sad. It, mm-hmm. I, we ain't no different than North Korea at this point. I, I don't know nothing about North Korea to speak on it. I just saw the movie with uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen and North James Franklin. 
they determine what is shown on their media. Nobody oh, has got you. What they can watch. Got you. Got you. Got you. All right, Mama. Well, so, thank I mean, you. We're, we're, the, we're the same in our own way. But True. you guys have a blessed day, and I want to say thank you for everything you guys do every day. It really gives me the motivation to get through my day. Appreciate you. Have a blessed one. You, you too. too. What's the moral of the story, guys? The, the, the moral of the story is just that yo, the, I don't understand people in the media. The p- media got to do better. Like, it's literally our responsibility to control narrative. So you got to ask yourself, why do we always focus on the worst of what we think somebody said? If the narrative is you want people to go out there and get vaccinated, if you're pro-vaccine, why not just run with the narrative that LeBron and his family got vaccinated? Why even focus on, he says it's not his job to be a surrogate? We did the same thing to Nikki a couple weeks ago. Nikki never said don't get vaccinated. In fact, she said she would get vaccinated when she go on tour. And she spoke on Drake being vaccinated. But that wasn't the story. The story was Nikki said her cousin and Trinidad got big <laughs> balls because he took the vaccine. I guess, yo, it's, yo, we're disgusting. I'm not going to lie. Media is disgusting, yo. We got to do better. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about Meek Mill. The episode is out from Million Dollars Worth of Game, and we'll tell you some of the game that he spit. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, first of all, congratulations to NBA Youngboy for having a number one album. That's huge. He actually dethroned Drake's certified lover boy. And it was a tough race, though, for the two of them this week. But, of course, this is NBA Youngboy's first week, and it's his fourth number one album. And he is the third rapper in hip-hop history to have a number one album from behind bars. So that would be Lil Wayne, Tupac, and now NBA Youngboy. So congratulations That's to dope. him. Congrats. He had about hundred, almost 138,000, while certified lover boy had about 135,000. That's a strange statistic, by the way. That's a strange stat. The third rapper. To ever have a number one album behind bars. <laughs> I, I didn't know if that was just an internet meme or not. That's a real thing. I mean, it's yeah, because you can't really promote the way you would want to if you were home. Mm-hmm. So it makes it uh, quite an accomplishment, right? And um, Drake and NBA Youngboy, even though they're number one and number two this week, it appears they do have a collaboration in the works. They haven't worked together before. And here is what Youngboy had to say on the streaming platform Station Head. Me and Drake was really talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead and get in the deal seal with, with him and him linking up. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole collab nigga working on right now as we speak. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, that is in the works if, if that's that's yeah, the yeah. question. All right. So, if you guys recall, 21 with Savage was saying um, previously with academics that he didn't think that artists would really want to work with Youngboy because their affiliations with Dirk and Dirk has a lot of people that he's cool with. But apparently him and Drake do have something in the works. All right. Now, Keisha Nipulliam got married over the weekend. Congratulations to her. She married actor Brad James in an intimate wedding. She posted, last week, my life forever changed. I married my best friend at our home, surrounded by family, and it was magical. And congratulations to her. Well, salute to Keisha Nipulliam mm-hmm. and Brad. Brad James, that's his name? Yep, Brad James. Salute to them. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the two of them met on the set of Pride and Prejudice Atlanta, where she played Caroline and he played Mr. Bingley, respectively. 
And so, nice intimate wedding. Now, speaking of which, Bill Cosby, he has a new trial date set in a civil lawsuit over his alleged 1974 Playboy Mansion sexual assault. That date is now April 18th of 2022. He'll appear in court to answer a civil lawsuit. These claims are that he sexually assaulted a 15-year-old girl at the Playboy Mansion back in 1974. So they said uh, his legal team has made clear to the judge and the opposing counsel that their client would not be answering any questions regarding the alleged incident involving Judy Huff. We'll see what happens with that one. And TLC has rescheduled their crazy, sexy, cool tour dates. T-Boz apparently suffered an allergic reaction. They posted on their social media page. TLC has rescheduled this at the Smart Financial Center in Houston, Texas to Monday. Uh, So today, the show that was supposed to be in Houston on Saturday is supposedly going to be today. Uh, They said due to extreme cigarette and recreational smoke being present backstage at a previous show, T-Boz suffered an allergic reaction. The group has always enforced a strict no-smoking policy at their shows in an effort to prevent any health-related issues for the group and or crew. I didn't know TLC was on tour. I was just going to say there's a lot of people on the road, and I love to see artists get back to getting money because for a year and a half, they they haven't been, whether it's the Jeezy, uh, Ross, Gucci, Fab, Kim, Trina tour, or it's the... uh, Who they on tour with, TLC? Um, uh-huh. It's a TLC tour. Oh, by themselves? Yeah. They I are. love that. Mm-hmm. I, I love to see on the back of tour. Lil Baby, Dirk on the road. It's the Crazy Sexy Cool tour. Really? Mm-hmm. You want to go to it? Let me see that, what that they're... album is phenomenal. So are they just performing tour. that oh, no, album? Oh, no. They're going to be in California and Arizona coming up in Texas. So you probably won't be able to make it A lot it of artists. J. Cole's on tour, too, now. Um, who else did I see was on tour? He's on tour with 21 Savage, right? I've heard about all them tours. I heard about the Legend, Legends of the Street tour. Mm-hmm. Um... J. Cole and 21 on tour together, right? Yep. I heard about Dirk and Baby. And then what's that tour that I really want to go to? I, I call this the old heads tour. I, can't, I really want to see that. That's the one with, it's uh, Fab, Fat Joe, Ludacris, Little John. Um, no, that one I have not heard about. Yeah, that was the, the big one in, Ve- in, in Vegas that everybody's talking about. Is that the Versus tour? No, it's not Versus. It's all the R&B acts and hip-hops from the, from the 90s. I didn't hear about that. And you that. know, there's a Jingle Ball tour. There's always been a Jingle Ball tour. It's 10 dates. Really? That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always did that. All right, now, uh, Meek Mill is, as you know, he was a million dollars worth of game. And some of the things that he discussed is he uh, discussed looking for a new woman. I get a girl whenever I find one again and like that. You got to understand me, though. And I got to understand you. This ain't about no so, love okay, language. So, so what they got to understand? Uh, who I am, how to protect me, how, well, how I think, how I move. Same way I want to understand them. I understand how you think, what hurts you, what make you not feel good, what make you feel good, what make you comfortable, what not comfortable. Not just because your ass fat and you're pretty. And you got to be a hustler too well, around but, but, me. He also said that he doesn't want to have a relationship until his family is right. And of course, her family got to be right too. These are the queens in my life, my mom, my sister, my grandma. Mm-hmm. If I ain't got none of that right, I'm going to be loyal to some chicks. How y'all chicks gonna be loyal to me? Y'all can't be loyal to your own fathers or your own brothers or family members. Y'all putting guys in front of all that just for opportunity. When you see me post my grandma crib on the gram, it ain't showing off. I'm just giving you the recipe. Y'all nigga, when you get your money, man, buy your mom a crib. And then after that, don't invest your life into no chick you knew two years. Mm-hmm. You gonna slow your life up about a chick you knew two, three years. Things go wrong, you destroy <laughs> your whole shit up. Man, young man talking right. What do he say wrong? You know what I mean? I tell you, you, you can tell a lot by a man by the way he treats his mom or his grandma or whoever else. Mm-hmm. What do he say wrong? Mm-hmm. Even his children's mother, you pay attention to that too, right? All right, well, that yeah. is your rumor report. And it was a Lovers and Friends tour. That was the name of that tour. 
Oh yeah, Lovers and Friends. Oh, I thought okay. that was just a show. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that was, that was a festival. Concert. I think they do like two, three, two, two, three dates. I know Lauren Hill's on there, Usher's on there, TLC. Megan when they Stallion, gonna do the versus tour? The versus tour needs to happen. The versus tour hosted by Swiss and Timberland, and you can switch up dates depending where the markets are. You know what I mean? Like you can have Brandy and Monica, Gucci and Jeezy, Erica and Jill. Like all of the matchups mm-hmm. we've seen, you could do four of those a night. Right? They share a stage. Beanie and Man and Bounty Killer. Yeah, and it's not even like they battling. They just you know. Sharing the stage and performing together. Yep. Kind of like D'Angelo did at the Apollo. Absolutely. Reverses. I think All that'd right. be dope. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And everybody, shout to everybody in Detroit. My car show goes down in Detroit October 30th, right? People have been asking me uh, some of the celebrity cars that I'm bringing, all right? So shout to 50. I got 50's car. Fabulous. 4-2 Doug. Now, 4-2 Doug has... A zillion cars. I don't know how many cars he's going to give me for the a show. A zillion. But he got a bunch of cars. He said he's in for that. Uh, Icewear Vezo, Royster 59, just to name a few. So Detroit is coming out heavy. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets, all right? Now, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. On CBS, Queen Latifah is back, equalizing injustice in The Equalizer. Need help? Have nowhere to run? She's the one you call when you can't call 911. America's number one news show, The Equalizer, returns this Sunday at 8, 7 central on CBS. Hey, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um... Again, I was going to shout out to everybody uh, that went to, I seen at the BET Awards over the weekend. Shout out to the whole uh, BET family. Uh, the BET Awards is this Tuesday at 9 p.m. Now, we always talk about... Hosted by the 85 South Show. That's right. We always talk about go where you're, you're celebrated and not where you're tolerated. I want to see more of the, the, the hip-hop artists, you know, really support and attend and promote the BET Awards. I think it's only right. Yeah, salute to the BET Awards. Um, I'll be watching. I'm excited for it. Yes, I'm definitely watching tomorrow. And, um, yo, this Sunday, World Mental Health Day, you know I'm doing my Mental Wealth Expo at the Marriott Times Square Marquee here in New York City from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's going to be a day of mental health education and uh, healing. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you if, and it's free and open to the public. So if you're somebody who, you know, is hearing people talk about therapy and doing the work and you want to get on your healing journey and you don't know how, this will be an event The uh get you started i think on 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 the right foot so this this sunday 11 a.m to 4 p.m marriott marquee Times square in new york is free and open to the public the mental wealth expo pull up on us damn it there you go and i don't like how you disrespected ja rule either yo i didn't disrespect ja yes you did disrespect disrespect ja Ja. because we was talking about you know the vaccine this morning and you was like you know you don't want to have to quote Chappelle, but you know who cares what celebrities think at a time like this and i'm like you must not be hearing ja rule on the god's honest truth no. On my talk show. We had Ja on this past Friday, and I wanted to know what Ja thought about critical race theory. Can we play a little bit of that, Dan? Sure. When examining the subject of critical race theory, it's imperative we avail our youth on the breadth of history. But the classroom isn't the only resource for knowledge. Life itself remains one's best curriculum. You can be a pupil of the streets, or the cul-de-sacs, libraries, or as they say in French, les prisons. That's all I've heard. So when the critics condemn critical race theory, I submit this philosophical goody in rebuttal. The unexamined life is not worth living. Socrates. (laughs) Question everything, people. 
Nah, that's what I was saying. There Respect was a, the educator also, brother from Queens. It was also a plug to your show, but nah, I'm just saying, when, when it comes to something like the vaccine, no disrespect to Ja or LeBron James, I'll okay. just rather call a doctor Well, and guess say, what? hey doc, what do you think? I'm going to make sure when I do my vaccine episode, I ask what Ja Rule thinks, okay? Every Friday night, 10 p.m., Comedy Central, The God's Honest Truth, my late night talk show, okay? Join me, Leonard, McKelvey, right. Charlemagne the God. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notes The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yes, and by the way, my coffee shop will be opening next Friday in Brooklyn, so I'm excited for that. Coffee uplifts people. So if you see the brand, make sure you go on ahead and support. Essence named us one of the top uh, nine black-owned coffee brands to uh, to purchase. So shout-out to everyone that's been supporting that and also Drink Fresh Juice. It's been uh it's been really great so far. I'm excited. All righty. Well, hey, I want to say happy born day to my niece, Chris Kalen, too, man. Chris Kalen is a radio personality at Z93 Jams in Charleston, South Carolina, where you can hear the Breakfast Club Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., man. She is a superstar in the making. Uh, that, that, that Geechee voice you hear on all my promos for um, The God's Honest Truth. My late night talk show on Comedy Central. That's Chris Kalen. So happy born day to Chris Kalen, man. Appreciate you, young queen. Leave us on a positive note. The positive note is simple, man. And I think this is a great way to start the Monday. I want everybody out there to remember this one thing. You lack nothing. Use what I gave you. That's coming from God. Not Charlemagne the God. God, God told me to tell you that. You lack nothing. Use what I gave Breakfast you. Breakfast Club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done?